Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right now, uh, we're going to talk cricket because Bangladesh versus the Black Caps. First test of that two-test series gets underway 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, just a look at that New Zealand squad. Uh, from a batting point of view, you've got Dev Conway, Tom Blundell, uh, Tom Latham, Henry Nichols, Kane Williamson, Glenn Phillips and Will Young uh, in the squad. The all-rounders, Rajan Ravindra, Mitch Sander, Daryl Mitchell. The bowlers, Tim Southey, Kyle Jamison, Ish Sodi, Ajaz Patel and Neil Wagner. Joining us to talk about this team and about this test series as well, what it means is Peter McLash and former Black Caps Gloveman. G'day Pete, how you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. It's a story, mate. Hey, listen, uh, just uh, thinking about this, uh, the makeup of this squad, I was, I was just looking through and thinking, it'd be interesting to see what they do in terms of a bowling attack here. Uh, and, you know, we know the Bangladeshi conditions tend to be reasonably spin-friendly. Uh, so how many uh, of Wagner, Southie and Jamison do you think actually play this uh, this first test? Yeah, probably no more than two. Um, generally, it is it is spin friendly, and it's pretty tough on the seam bowlers. Obviously, Jamison's had his injuries um, over the last couple of years, and so probably doesn't have the workload ready to throw himself into the first test in uh, in Bangladesh. And Neil Wagner has been called up to replace Matt Henry, so it won't have necessarily been on his um, pre-season schedule to be getting ready for this. Uh, I think he might have missed a couple of games for the Northern uh, Northern Brave as well. So. Yeah, a little bit of the unknown, but um, plenty of the spinners have been there before and, and we'll be looking forward to the conditions which are pretty favourable to the spin. Yeah, I suppose if, you, if you're if going to uh, select one fast bowler out in New Zealand who, uh, if the conditions aren't going to go his way, is going to bend his back and you know and, and try and bowl the ball through the pitch, then Neil Wagner's your man? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I would imagine when the phone rang and he saw that it was uh, the head selector, he would have sort of sighed, but then he would have <laughs> um, started to prep himself for what will be a pretty tough couple of weeks uh, for a bowler like him. But he is the guy that will just, you know, wear his hat on his sleeve and just run in and run in and run in until, um, you know, there's nothing left in the tank. Uh, and, and it's a pretty big tank and he works pretty hard. So, yeah, they'll be they'll be pleased that they can call on a guy like Wagner and Saudi have that experience um, when um, yeah there'll be some hard yards to be done. That's for sure. Hey Pete, uh, thanks for joining us this morning on Bricky. It's a it's a fantastic summer of cricket. They've got series coming against uh, up against Australia, England, and India as well. How how important is it uh, to get these these wins against Bangladesh early on? Um, I think these stats are right. In the last 31 tests against Aussie, they've only won one. And I think against the last 19, it goes back to 1988, they haven't won any. Yeah, the, um, the other interesting thing about this is it's the first of the World Test Championship cycle. So obviously New Zealand were pretty excited to win the, the first ever World Test Championship, um, but we're kind of out of it from the start in the last one. So both teams, Bangladesh and New Zealand, will be wanting to get onto a good start to pick up points for that competition. And as you said, it's a huge summer at home, so um, you really want to be you know, building up to that well by doing well in these countries, which are normally pretty tough places to tour. 
Now, Pete, you, you're probably for, uh, more across this than I am, uh, but uh, because you know, I don't tend to follow uh, Bangladeshi cricket that closely. But this is a team uh, that's going to be without the captain Shakib Al Hassan, Lytton Das, and Tuscan uh, Ahmed as well, their main fast bowler. Uh, so that the, the coach is making all the right moves and saying the right things about senior players moving on, and uh, they need to, they need to um, you know sort of embrace what is an exciting transition phase for cricket in Bangladesh. Um, um, how much hope does that give you of a of a two nil uh, win for uh, the Black Caps up there? Yeah, I, I think you're right about the coach sending the right signals. It really does take the pressure off some of the young guys coming in. Um, they are some real senior players. Um, you know, Shakib had his own controversy during the World Cup with the timed out thing that he got involved with, but. Um, it is a bit of a chaining of the guard. Um, you know, New Zealand won't be far away from that as well in the next couple of years with um, the likes of Saudi in, that, uh, in a similar age bracket. So I think you're right, he's, he's trying to take pressure off his own players so that, you know, they don't um, feel under pressure in their you know, first series at home. But the reality is that does mean that, you know, New Zealand should really go in there with some confidence. That batting lineup that you mentioned for New Zealand is very experienced and, and normally plays pretty well in spin conditions. So you'd like to think that um, we can go in there reasonably confident and uh, hit the ground running. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I thought about that and then I looked at our team and I think there's 15 men in, in this squad over there. Only three of them are under 30. Would you have thought that maybe this was an opportunity for Gary Stead to try and blood some youngsters, or not necessarily youngsters, but younger players into Test cricket? Yeah, possibly. Although guys like Will Young um, have sort of been on the fringes for quite a long time, so you you are expecting him to step up. Um, and then you've got the likes of Glenn Phillips, uh, Ravindra, obviously, we've got high hopes for. So I think it's a nice mix. Obviously, Kane Williamson, Daryl Mitchell, Tom Latham, Henry Nichols are the more experienced guys. But uh, everyone will be looking to see what Ravindra can do with a red, uh, against a red ball after what he did at the World Cup. So there's definitely some exciting youngsters in the mix as well. Pete, uh, how do you keep how do you keep the minds fresh? You know, with so much cricket going, they come out of all sorts of um, different styles of cricket. Players playing, you know, the short form, then the then the test matches. But how do you keep their their interest in the game at a at a at a high? Yeah, I mean, it does become a job. Um, you know, these guys are paid several hundred thousand dollars a year to do this, so um, yeah, it's not a sport for them necessarily. Um, they did have a bit of a break. Uh, I think I read online that they didn't bother, most of the squad that were at the World Cup didn't bother coming back to New Zealand that they've spent the last um, week or so in Dubai. Um, so they will have had a bit of a break. Um, they will have had a chance to switch off a little bit of training. But then, you know, it's uh, as soon as you arrive in Bangladesh, I haven't been there myself, but, you know, it, it is a bit of a shock to the system. Um, it's a fairly short stint there, just a couple of weeks, and then they'll be back home into the New Zealand summer and Christmas, etc., playing against Bangladesh again. So the opposition won't change when they come back to New Zealand. But um, it, it's one of those things where um, there'll be a handful of players where, like Henry Nichols and Wagner and that, who and EJ's Patel, who are coming in, and they weren't playing in the World Cup, so it's not a change for them. There'll be some of the squad who, yeah, do need to do that transition and, and think about different ways to score, etc. Now, we've got three all-rounders in the squad, as as it's listed on uh, Crick Info. Daryl Mitchell, Rutchen, and Mitch Santner. So you've got a couple of spin bowling options there. We don't see Daryl Mitchell with a ball in his hand all that often, but do you think there's a chance 
that uh, he will open the bowling, given that uh, the the pace guys might not do so much, and so they might just go with him and say Tim Southey, uh, and and then they get to play Ish and Ajaz. Yeah, it's a possibility, although um, that that would have them playing Ish, Ajaz, Mitch Santner, and potentially Ravindra. So you know, the, the four four spin options. Um, you might not need that many. It just might be an Ajaz, an Ajaz uh, or an Ish. Um, but I think Daryl will definitely end up doing some donkey work. So there will be times when the ball's not doing anything. The the fast bowlers need a bit of a break. And the ball will get thrown to Daryl just to kind of run in and just hold up an end while they maybe attack from the other end with spin. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't do some bowling. Um, but um, I'd be surprised if it's kind of too early on. They'll try and swing it while they can and then probably go to spin pretty quickly. Ratcham Ravindra has been a, a revelation um, for cricket fans. Is there anyone else in your mind, Pete, that um, maybe is a bolter for these series uh, in the summer up here in New Zealand? Uh, it's a little bit hard to tell because it's so early in the summer for, for us here. So um, I haven't had a chance actually to, to keep tabs on the Plunkett Shield games that have been played so far. But um, it'll probably be the usual suspects early in the summer. Um, and then as the summer rolls on, some of the, the new names might come to the surface over that Christmas New Year period and potentially have a, a chance of playing for New Zealand later in the summer. Um, February, March-ish, but generally because the New Zealand summer starts quite late, um, these early season games are often dominated by um, players that are in the system because they're known quantities and, and New Zealand cricket have had them in their um, in their uh, targets for a while. So, um, you know, the likes of Ravindra stepping up, um, the role that guys like... Um, Henry Nichols plays, you know, Henry Nichols is a guy that's been in and out of the squad for a little while and there's always a bit of a question mark for him and then he generally gets a big score and keeps himself in the mix. There will be players like Ravindra and others coming through where they start to lose a little bit of patience with some players that are inconsistent. So it wouldn't surprise me if by the end of the summer it's a different um, different 12 or 13 than what we've got here. Yeah, I was interested to get to your thoughts on um, uh, a bloke who has had a little bit of a taste, but he's also had a couple of injuries. But I just think with Trent Bolt, you know, now only being available from time to time for us, having a left arm quick who can swing the ball, um, looking around the country, Ben Lister is probably the best at that. What do you think of him uh, and his potential to play at that level? Yeah, well, I think uh, the good thing about Ben is he's a guy who's been kind of in and around that environment a little bit. Um, I think from memory, he'd made a debut in the white ball format. Um, I think I might have commentated. I don't think it went particularly well, but at least he's been in the mix. Uh, And the New Zealand A series that they have uh, become critical for kind of blooding players and making sure that they're ready to go at that level. So I think that's always been a strength of New Zealand is that um, variety that we've offered with bowlers, left arm, right arm, um, you know, guys like Wagner's that just run in and bowl bounces and then lots of different spin options. So I think that'll be a strength to New Zealand, you know, um, going forward. And, if, and guys like Lister and others that can start to step up and fill those gaps means that when Bolt and Salvi and Co. Um, do finish, we'll be well-placed to have a smooth transition. I'm looking at the squad. Tom Latham is obviously going to open. Um, I, th- I, th- I think that's 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 pretty much a given. 
Uh, I think Dev Conway is better at four than he is as an opener, but given Henry Nichols is there, how do you see that New Zealand batting lineup, that top six looking? Yeah, well, I think it's been eight months since we played a test match, so I haven't wow. actually gone back and opened up the last time we, um, uh, who batted where in the last test. I think you're right. Guys like Conway, Nichols, and even Ravinder, really. Um, I mean, Tom Blundell's opened in tests, but you wouldn't want him to do it while he's keeping. We've got guys that have kind of been in and out of those uh, spots, and it is a little bit difficult to have a bit of a revolving door. I suspect they'll go with Conway and try and kind of give him... Um, consistent spot that he can take ownership of um, uh, if you if there was anywhere in the world where you'd want to open it's probably Bangladesh um, not so much when you come back home and it might move around a bit more but uh, I suspect they won't want to change it too much so that young guys like Ravindra can can feel like they're uh, coming in and, they, and they're clear about what their role is within the team So if we look at Latham and Conway to open and then Kane at three what Henry Nichols at four I would say Daryl Mitchell at five, and then your wicketkeeper Blundell at six. So then you're going seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, I guess Rutchen and 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 Santner got to be what they're at seven and eight. Um, Ajaz eleven and Southy and one other, a Jamison or a, or a Wagner in there. Is that is that your eleven? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think Ravindra or Blundell will probably be six or seven, depending on you know maybe what's happened if if they were in a situation where. Maybe they're fielded first and, um, you know, they've been in the field for a long time. Tom now might want a bit of a break and drop down to seven. Um, and Ravindra can slot in at six. Those two roles are kind of interchangeable, really, with the quality of players. Mitchell Satner, you probably don't want him any higher than eight. Um, and and then you kind of, it's quite a long tail. Tim Southey, not renowned for sticking around. <laughs> I guess Patel, East Shaw, Wags, all kind of probably good for 25, 30, but not much more. So they do need to make sure that the top order is growing runs. Mate, there's this young kid running around that I've heard all about, um, and he's he's pretty good taking wickets. I don't know if you've heard about him, young Rob. Um, he, he goes around, he, he sort of works at scenes, um, and sort of moonlights, but... Apparently the last time he was out, six six four, I think he well, was. Yeah, six for 17 off 11. Uh, Robbie McFarlane, mate, you reckon he's that's, worth a nudge? That's pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. I mean, we'd probably need some video footage to attest to the calibre of the opposition probably before we consider there's okay. no There's no talk in the selectors about Robbie maybe getting a start in the summer? Not that I've heard of, but I mean, you know, there's many places on the team. He doesn't have to be on the team as a bowler. <laughs> hey, fantastic, Pete, mate. Really appreciate your time. Uh, go well and uh, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, eh? Cheers. Cheers. Uh, yeah, Pete McGlash in there with us talking. Uh, that first test against Bangladesh, it does what get if, underway at uh, 4.30 this afternoon. What if you did get the call up, Rob? He's just putting his cans on. I'll come talk to you. What's, it, what's happening? What, what, just, just, you know, hypothetically. Yeah. You're sitting here one morning and old Steady, Eddie, picks the phone up and calls old Robbie McFarlane, you, you, you're in. You you think that's going to happen? Well, what would your reaction be? Um, I'd think it's a prank call. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to, just to, I mean, you did you did take uh, six for 17 off 11 uh, the other day, Rob. We, we have talked about that. But uh, the level... You play, I mean, how far away are you? Because you've got to play, you've got to play some rep cricket first, Kempe. How far away are you from from Auckland?
for example. Yeah, well, that, well, that, well, that's the thing. I think I'm, um, yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit old now to, um, you know, I never, I had the issues with my back going through school. How, how old are you? Twenty four. Yeah, oh yeah, ancient. Yeah, yeah, carry on, yeah, carry exactly. on. Retire. Um, yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> done with the sport. Um, but yeah, I, I um, missed the opportunities, kind of like going through high school with my back, and um, to yeah, be in those sort of rep tournaments, and yeah, now I'm just kind of running around in grade cricket, and so yeah, but basically. Uh, there are there are a few levels above me in, in my club that I think they'd be looking at for talent for Auckland and then probably the Black Caps. So um, I, think you're yeah, I yourself. don't think that's quite happening. So you need to hit Shane Bond up, find out who uh, did the the old titanium wrap in his lower back to get him back to full pace. Is yeah, that what you need? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I wish you luck with 